Welcome to the Sprocket, where we rank every movie ever made best to worst. Hello, Michael. Hello, Tucker. That's me. Uh, Michael, this is a podcast on the internet. Yep. And uh, that means we have to talk about the Marvel movies at some point. So yep, It's the zeitgeist. It is what we do. This is what it means to be a millennial and insert current year. Quid pro quo. And uh, we, uh, we're starting... Not at the beginning, because I don't know where that would be. It would be like Blade or something, right? It would be some 90s movie, or oh I don't know God. where the No, Marvel... I think we'd have to go back to, I mean, there are the X-Men. That's there true. The Blades. Yes. Spawn. There was that cheap... Spawn wasn't <laughs> Marvel, right. though. Hmm. No. Um, there's that cheap, uh, cheap Fantastic movie. Four movie. Okay, yeah. The, the, you know the one from Arrested Development? Yeah, that actually exists. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Not the Jessica Alba or whatever. No, but yes, we'd have to go through that before we okay. get to this point, too. We are <laughs> yeah. doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, the MCU. Um, as the kids say. The thing that should have ended this year, but is going to keep limping forward. Limping is a strong word for something that just broke box office records there, Tucker. But we got to start think we way, way back. We do. Pre-Disney. Really? <laughs> Pre-Disney. This is not a Disney film that we're talking about, this Iron Man. Wait, when did Disney buy Marvel? Oh, they purchased in 2009. Where is Weird, Bird? because this feels more fully developed than most of the things that came after. Oh! Oh, oh! save your sick burns for a little bit here, Michael. We you gotta... can't see it. I'm dabbing. <laughs> Shut this whole thing down. This is a mistake. <laughs> Uh, what do you think of Iron Man, Michael? I think Iron Man is very good. I think that the MCU led with putting one of their best feet forward. Okay. And I think that they rarely, if ever, top it. Yeah. Okay, first question, real quick. Do you think this is... What were what was your exact words? I don't want to misquote you. Did you say this was very good? Yeah, I thought this was very good. I think very this is a very good movie. Okay. I think there's some baggage. I think oh, there's sure. some things. Is it weird to you? So this is something that was sitting in the back of my mind. Okay. All right. The beginning of this movie. Uh-huh. Well, so much of this movie, actually. Uh-huh. Is it's political. I've been thinking about this. I yeah. mean, a part of this is just military fetishism versus military fetishism. Yes, I went to college. Okay. I have a humanities degree. <laughs> um but beyond that, we lead. So, so as as the Marvel stuff kind of goes forward, they you know how they kind of start making up countries. They make up geopolitical issues. They yeah, they ruin it if that's what you're trying to say. Sure, yeah, aliens. And this time we we lead in. We're in Afghanistan, <laughs> getting blown and, up real good. And we are deep in the military industrial complex. Yeah. The bad guys sure are terrorists. Who's the real bad guy, Michael? <laughs> I don't know. Is the, it Jeff the... Bridges? We'll get to Jeff Bridges. Okay, okay. I have thoughts about Jeff Bridges. We, we all have thoughts about Jeff Bridges, Michael. I, I dream about the man sometimes. Mm. That Never beard. as a slimly, a slim suit, yeah. bald, nicely trimmed beard kind of man. Uncle, Uncle Jeff Bridges, Uncle Corporate Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I don't. I don't think of Uncle Corporate Jeff Bridges. I usually think of Cowboy Jeff Bridges. So this was a cool. Okay. Shades of Jeff. Jeff yeah, there are shades, shades of Jeff here. Okay. But okay. no. So the entire time 
going through this movie. And this is the one thing that I worry about as far as, you know, is it a good movie or not? I think it is, but <laughs> it, it seems yeah. real weird that we're leading with, we lead with like this, I'm trying to think of a way to say this in a respectful manner, but it's just, it's strange. It's strange to me that we are in 2019 and going back to 2008, so more than 10 years ago. Okay. We're in Afghanistan. Yeah. So, yeah. That felt weird. It also felt weird having the bad guys be like a comic book stand-in of the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. Yeah, a little bit. That was weird. Sure. That was weird. That was weird to me. Yeah. It was also weird that it was ACDC and not Black Sabbath at the beginning, but... I mean that's that the part is, that really stood out to me. You see, that you was, see, because you have to save the Black Sabbath for the credits. You do, you do, you certainly. But do. I, I actually, <laughs> as far as the that introduction goes, you know, you're driving on the dirt road. You see, kind of like that hazy, hazy. Uh, you get the heat, heat distortion. The, <laughs> yeah. The Hummer comes for you. See Hummers coming forward. You're painting a mind picture, yes. And then you've got the dan 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 dan. As far as doofy blockbustery ways to introduce a movie yeah i liked it i liked it a lot that stood out to me it still stands out to me if i think about the movie iron man yeah one of the first things i think of are the hummers and acdc and it's so good then it's so effective that it works when all of a sudden they're like getting shot up like it's like jarring yeah. and it's really, yeah it's good yeah yeah oh my gosh I really like the intro to this movie. I really like the lead into this movie. <laughs> I like most of this movie. Yeah. I, I'm trying to yeah. get a read on this whole situation. You know? I feel like, I, I feel like I, I'm getting there. I feel okay. like you really like this movie. I do. I do like okay. this movie. I think this is, like I said, I think Marvel put their put a good first foot forward. And then they immediately stumbled and tripped. Oh, yeah. They sprained an ankle along the way. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> yep. that first step was moi. So we're talking Tony Stark here, Michael. We are. Playboy, billionaire. Elon Musk with personality. Yeah. Mm, he is competent. I don't know. Elon Musk isn't the, the comparison, I feel like, because Elon Musk seems like he is in charge of things but doesn't know what he's doing. And I feel like <laughs> Tony Stark always knows what he's doing. Elon Musk is going to hear this one day and we're going to have a lawsuit Sorry, on our hands. Elon. Tony Stark would not have a SoundCloud, you know, rap account where he, <laughs> rap music he makes, you know, because he's doing stuff. Yeah. He's making like big glowy things that they it's don't true. use for some reason that Jeff Bridges kind of waves away in a scene. Because uh, yeah, it was to make the hippies happy, Tucker. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Good pull. So Robert Downey Jr., mm -hmm. I think perfect casting. Yes. In this role. Yes, agreed. And one thing I just, I'm not sure where to fit this into this conversation, but I just want to throw it in there because I thought it was interesting. Yep. I have not read the modern Iron Man comics. I have no idea what's going on there. Michael, do you have any background? None at all. Okay. This was my first introduction to Iron Man, and I imagine it's the same for a lot of people. Yes. I did not know uh, Iron Man was a thing before. And movie. as far as I understand, this actually shaped Marvel's use of Iron Man in the comics. It's weird. Down the road, because it was so... It was such a a, a moment. But uh, I've read some of the original Iron Man. You know, <laughs> 63 Iron Man. And yeah. the one thing I just want to say, because I think it's really interesting, is that 
63 Tony Stark, there is no self-doubt. There is no gray area. It is generals coming up to Tony Stark and saying, you're doing a great job. You're helping this country. And Tony Stark says, yes, I'm doing a great job. I'm helping this country. As he creates missiles that will go kill communists. And I love that. That's not what's going on here. That would be you crazy think? if it was. Yeah. You see, that's so weird to me because my impression of the 60s Marvel is that that Stan Lee's going all political on people. Or maybe he was just saving that for X-Men. But there's a lot of the politics. Like, like there's some like like I don't I don't picture Marvel as a conservative. No, not at all. Media at all. Not there. Maybe yeah. now in yeah. a way, but not there. It felt kind of, in some respects, it felt kind of radical, and but not in Tony Stark, let's say. Tony Stark is just like, my dad built the weapons, and I'm building the weapons, and we're going to show those communists what for, and then he goes and punches them, and it's like, <laughs> like the Crimson Dynamo is like his villain back then, and it's just like the communist version of the Iron Man suit, and they just punch each other. It's awesome. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So I really like that they've brought that forward, but also they have made it make sense in a more modern climate. Well, yeah, they're. I I think a lot of this movie is actually a very like blockbustery, comicy critique of what what kind Mister General President. Dwight D. Eisenhower would have referred to as <laughs> yeah. the military industrial complex. Oh. I think that's a lot. There's a lot of that going on because I mean, you have they establish the character. It's like, yeah, here's Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. He is a billionaire playboy genius building super weapons for the United States military to help protect America and freedom and the balance of power. And then. He sees the damage they do, oh. and he goes and he turns against that. And the entire like conflict of the movie is between him wanting to build, him wanting to stop the weapons with a big weapon, and his <laughs> and his yeah. uncle, Godfather, Jeff Bridges, <laughs> want, yeah. wants to build the weapon to build more weapons. So you get a very you know, if you wanted to, you could start criticizing that. It's like, oh, so the the plot is he builds a weapon so he can blow up weapons, and in doing so makes a better weapon. Or, yeah. But you could also read it as, you know, this at least this is very bare bones conflict of weapons manufacturing versus not. Isn't that kind of muddled though? Like during the scene where he was like, okay, I'm gonna go help these people, and then he blows up a bunch of stuff, and it's like cool. It's like played off as cool. Like, oh, yeah. Iron Man's cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. I and I thought about this. This was wild to me. The like image that they advertise this movie on. One of the key images is when he shoots the tank and walks away in slow motion mm-hmm. and it blows up behind mm-hmm. him, like a cool guy like, would do. Yeah, the entire time that's happening, it's like there are war crimes going on around him. <laughs> yeah. There are yeah. like, and then and then the answer is yeah, I'm here just to blow up the bad guys, and it's not. Like it's played off as cartoonish violence, but it's it's violent. It is very violent. Yeah. Like he's just straight up punching people through walls and ragdolling them. Yeah. It's and... kinda it's kinda tough to watch where it's just like targeting a bunch of people and then like 
He's just a drone, basically. He's just like doing drone warfare. It's kind of yeah, uh, it's drone warfare. Is not that precise, there, Tucker. Oh, that's right. He doesn't hurt any of the civilians that <laughs> he are doesn't, getting so... held up there. It's tactful. <laughs> Only the bad people die. Yep. Welcome to Disney. Uh, hey, now pre Disney, they would make it much worse, though. I'm sure. This is pre Disney. Wait, no, this is pre Disney, and only the bad people die. Hmm. The bad people, the bad people, and the one doctor in the beginning that you are supposed to like. Yeah. The 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 one that has the heel the face turn with. Yeah. That's good. I yeah. Guess. That's right out of the comics. Except it really? was a communist originally, but now it's not. Now it's oh. like this guy. I just feel like there is a scene where Tony Stark has a crisis of self that isn't in this movie. <laughs> that should probably be in this movie. Uh, is it really? I'm just saying that scene is missing from this movie. I think they try to do that with uh, in the cave, right? But that's so early. It is so early. But I mean, that's supposed to be your introduction. To, that's supposed to be his eye-opening moment where he's like, I've built weapons that kill people. I don't keep the world safe. I bring them harm. I am quitting weapons while I make this weapon. Tony Stark, Iron Man. He's got the strippers on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so... Uh, okay. What What really works in this movie? What is, like, clicking... What is well lubed in this movie, Michael? Hit me. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. I like Pepper I Potts. Stark. I do too. I like their interactions. Uh, it's it's snarky, but it makes sense. Yes. Like I, I thought about this. So much of Marvel is now like snarky. Yes. Like they're aping off this model. <laughs> yeah, they're and aping it, Tony Stark. And yeah, yeah, and it makes so much less sense for those characters than it does for Tony. Because yes. here it seems like, okay, these are how the characters interact. We get it. Tony has some personal issues. He builds barriers. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> his 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 defense mechanism is to dismiss everything as a joke. His heart is a weapon. His heart is a weapon. Ooh. Ooh his heart is anime. a weapon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. His friends are his power. And then Disney's like, we have to take this template and this is every character ever. Yep. Sorry. No, not, it's not every character. They try to break this mold sometimes, and then people get then they get told by critics that their movie is boring. So then everyone becomes snarky. Like, I, it's crazy. Thor didn't start like this. Captain America didn't start like this. Right. I just think of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know. Yeah. Like, it's five completely different people, and they're aliens, and they all have the same personality. And it's like, whoa! Everybody must become Tony Stark. Everybody must have a goatee. Everybody must be conflicted. But Tony Stark yep. did it best. He did it first. And we celebrate uh-huh. you, Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yes. He is yep. Iron Man. But. Okay. Yes. What's the but? This movie's like half an hour too long. Maybe. I actually didn't feel like that. Or the pacing is weird. I don't. Yeah. I didn't even feel that either. Like, I felt this like is. This is off, really. Yeah. It's like an hour well, I mean, in, you know? Yeah. I guess, like, yeah, your main conflict doesn't come into play until. After he's back from Afghanistan. And like, how many what? shots do we need of Tony Stark in a cave working on Iron Man armor? Like, 17? Should we do 17? Let's do 17 shots of that. And then there's you your first hour of this movie. 
Yeah, I guess so. But no, you're right. It's if there was anywhere that it felt a little long, it's I think there. Um, I think it's okay though in that Tony Stark is a good character and that his his foil the I can't think of his name it was like Yun Yunsen. Yunsen. Uh, Spider Man. Yunsid. <laughs> Yunsid. Okay. Yes. No, it's Yen, it's Yunsen, the other doctor. <laughs> okay. I like that. They're, I think they have. I think it helps that they're both kind of engaging. Maybe not a little. They're okay. Like it's an, it's yeah. at least they're okay to spend that time with. Yeah. It's not torturous or anything. It's just no. kind of. We get like it. there are moments. There are moments later on in the series where it's. Where where it's like okay, this is enough. Stop it. That's the second or third movie you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, I guess. <laughs> we'll save that for the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one. Here it's fine. I just wish yeah. we got to, the parts I like about this movie are Tony Stark experimenting with Iron Man and figuring out who that is, basically, and it takes a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the other side of this is that Tony Stark's personal crises feel believable to some degree yes at least more so than their counterparts later on in the mcu yeah like when when he's having these like crises of conscience about oh my dad built the atomic bomb and i've made all these horrible things do i become iron man do i keep this a secret and then it's clear that there's like some trauma he's working through and and it, it just it, it makes sense there. It's subtle in a way that doesn't it doesn't telegraph too much while still telling you pretty clearly. Yeah, Tony's dealing with some shit, guys. Yeah. And I guess that's something that I think carries on later on in the MCU that works mostly, at least in the other movies. Not so much maybe the not so much the Iron Man sequels. But mm. so these things you're saying, Michael, these words coming out of your mouth, what they make me think of mm-hmm. is that I almost wish that the Jeff Bridges plot was not in this movie. I don't know. Well, okay, you need to have the super-powered villain fight at the end, Tucker. You do. and You that's, know the formula. I'm glad you used those words, Michael, because one of, one of the things I really like about this movie is that there are no superpowers involved. And I think that grounds this movie in a way, and it makes it feel like these are people, <laughs> you know, like that. Just wait, Tucker. That Just goes wait. out the window. That goes out just the window. Wait. I know that nice goes movie. out the window immediately. Nice just let movie. me have this one movie, this yep. one perfect little thing. I hope thing. you're ready. I hope you're ready for the Hulk because of my God. Just CG nonsense on the screen constantly for three hours. Uh, if... Just rubber band people shooting all over the place. Yeah, but no, I agree. I like I like how grounded this movie is. I like this as I like how and I mean they kind of throw it away by the time we get to Endgame and stuff, but yeah. But I like initially, of... and this this kind of sets that tone that initially it's more of like a sci-fi kind of thing. Yeah. Even when it gets a little fantastical, it's fantastical sci-fi, and then that breaks away. Yeah. But we're not talking about the full MCU. No. We are talking Iron Man. Iron Man. And here, where it's just basically a sci-fi movie with uh, robot fisticuffs. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I, like, I do like how it's grounded. Grounded is a very good way to t- to describe it. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine the scene where Pepper Potts is just like putting the USB drive in the laptop and there's like a terse conversation between her and Jeff Bridges in like Endgame? 
No, there nope. would be like <laughs> there nope. would be like nope. hacking with like a you know a Minority Report computer and being like, "Who's this?" And then it would hint at like the next movie coming up, like the Guardians <laughs> people would be there or something. Ooh. Yeah, you you have little glimpses of. Not even that. It has to be some stupid, obscure character that only people who know the comic. I read the comic. Yes. Oh, it's the collector. Yes, the collector. The collector. I saw him in the post-credit scene from the last movie. Remember Thanos? (laughs) I do remember Thanos. But like every conversation between Jeff Bridges and Tony Stark, I I like how I mix those two. Jeff Bridges and Tony Stark. It just feels Uh, worthless to me. Except for like the the one where he's by the the reactor and they're having the hippie thing. Yeah, I guess that that one works for me. Um, boardroom pizza. I don't know why, but I like the whole. See nothing. I, you see that? Okay, I need to describe why I like that. Okay, hit me. Um, Pizza's good. It's the pizza. No, honestly, it's the pizza. It's like <laughs> what 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 is this conversation? Oh, it's businessy stuff. Right. But he brought pizza, and the way to make Tony feel better about bad news is pizza. Yeah. From New York. Yep. It's like such a specific thing, and I like it. I don't know why. Yeah. That whole interaction, I liked. It's I like, oh, it. boardroom talk, but we had to bring pizza from New York. That scene is super good at establishing that it feels like it's two in the morning and everyone's exhausted. Yes. And I really I like think that, that works too. It. I think that works, too. Yeah. I get, hmm, because I, okay, so like, I like, I kind of like these conversations they have, right? Yeah. I don't think this movie needed to end with Jeff Bridges in a giant robot suit fighting Iron Man in a different robot suit, because I don't feel like it's proving anything to anybody, no. except that Iron Man can fight, can, he took a test flight and realized that you freeze if you go too fast or too high, so. You see, actually, I like that part. I wrote this down because yeah. I, originally, my memory of this movie was, oh, that's how he wins in the end. Okay. So I scrolled it in my notebook as Chekhov's gun. And then, <laughs> Chekhov's and then, ice, yeah. And then, no, no, because then, and then it doesn't work. <laughs> it works it's for Chekhov, a little bit. It's Chekhov's fake out. Ooh. So that's okay. what I wrote then. Afterwards. Okay. I like that. I like that whole, like, oh, the ice thing. That's going to be how he wins in the end. Remember the ice scene? But then uh-huh. it doesn't work. That's a cute little setup there, though. Where it's like, how'd you fix the ice problem? Yeah, I do like that. Um, But no, I I agree. And that's something that I kind of dislike about this this Iron Man formula that MCU takes on later, where everything builds up to the superhero fight at the end. Yeah. I'm always excited. Yeah. It's always my least favorite part of that movie. (laughs) Yeah. And it's always this showy CGI mess. Here, less so, but still kind of yes. This movie looks good for being... Yeah. Oldish. This looks better than a lot of the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> That's true and sad. But yeah. Yeah, man. And it's it always I'm always waiting for it to end and it always does the thing where it's not over yet and then they fight some more. And I think it does work in this scenario, but even here I'm just like, okay. Cuz you yeah. know who's going to win. So just yeah. get over the the whole punching each other for 10 minutes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I agree. But uh, at the same time, though, I just it, to me, this movie felt like the moment when all the and maybe it's because it is the formula setter where that MCU formula worked. Everything yeah. meshed well. It's a it good a little, formula. Yeah. In theory. Uh, mm, mm. 
Mm. You'll eat those words. You'll eat those words. No, I can't wait to see it 20 more times in a row. I'm ready for one of these podcasts to be five minutes long. And you're like, yup, yep. Ant-Man sure happened. Oh, yep. I like Ant-Man. I haven't seen the movie, <laughs> but I like him as a character. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that's not, that's being unfair. Okay. Ant-Man 2 happened. Okay. Yep. Yep. Remember where Don Cheadle's not in this movie, but he's in the other movies. Yes. I <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, what do you think of Terrence Howard? How about we replace him? Hey, not Don Cheadle. Are you more Terrence Howard, Rhodey, or are you more Don Cheadle, Rhodey? Uh... I think Don Cheadle is the least interesting. Like when he's on screen in the other movies, it's just like, just like blank time. Like just subtract this time from my life because I have no idea what's happening. Like he has no charisma whatsoever. So I guess I like the other guy better. Which is fair. Okay. I. You see, I can't think of anything now, but I typically like Don Cheadle. No, I like Don Cheadle a lot in general, but... as a general rule. But yeah. Like... Like, who even That's, is he? I don't know which character he is. He's what? Gunman or whatever it's called? He's uh, War Machine. War Machine? Sure. Which, yeah, okay. Okay. That's something for later on, because I, I guarantee the Iron Man 2 sprocket, I will be asking you, hey, remember when this movie was about how bad the military industrial complex is, and then there's freaking War Machine here yeah. from the actual United States military? Doesn't... Not to skip ahead even further, but does doesn't Iron Man three just end with like fifty Iron Men showing up and like blowing something up? Yeah, and then Spoilers. he destroys them all. Great. Then he he blows them all up, and it's like this great moment. I can't wait, and Michael. It's it's supposed to be this great moment, and then and then and then and then and then he's just back as Iron Man afterward. Who? It's like that movie didn't happen. Disney is responsible for this. Yep. Not this, but that the thing you're describing. Ooh. Uh, what thing? Iron Man 3. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. The one where there's uh, a little kid sidekick. Iron Man 3, everybody's favorite. Ah, uh, yes. They're, mm-hmm, short mm-hmm. stack or whatever. I was going to say uh, <laughs> short round. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he shows up at the end of Endgame. And yeah, no he's one... at the end of Endgame. <laughs> no one... They don't talk to him forever, and he's at the end uh, of Endgame. Oh, my God. I. Bravo, Thanks for reminding Disney. me of everything we have to look forward to. Are you ready for this 25 more times? Do you think, ignoring the fact that the sequels are very bad, <laughs> as we established, <laughs> yes. do you think this would hold as a standalone movie? Yes, I do. Okay. I do, and I actually I actually do think that. Um, ending it on I Am Iron Man, it's like, yeah. Yeah. This is good. This is a this is a believable thing he would say. This is a believable way to end this. Would it be cool if there was more Robert Downey Jr. punching things as a robot? Yeah. Do yeah. I need that? No. Cuz I feel like we've closed the loop. Yeah. Mostly. Let me run past you an issue I have with this film. Please give it to me. So, we established early on that mm-hmm. Tony Stark is a womanizer. Yes couple times yeah they beat mm-hmm. you over the head with the fact that tony stark does not respect women y- y- yep this is true yep okay i feel like i know where we're going maybe well i guess i just find it kind of unfulfilling because they do do the thing where he 
realizes that he has feelings for Pepper Potts and then it's like, you're the one for me and I do have a heart, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And like, I respect you as a person, etc. Mm-hmm. He becomes not a monster, basically, yeah. by the end of this movie. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like that gets 90% of the way there and they don't seal it with a bow at the end. How do you mean seal it with a bow? There's not really a it... scene or an arc at the end of the movie where him and Pepper, uh, I don't know, just like like the the script doesn't take advantage of the fact that Tony is not a monster anymore. They just kind of you get the you get the gist and they kind of move on with it, or they never come back to it after a certain point. You know, um, like he saves her, and then it's like, oh, yeah. you saved me. Oh, Tony. And then he does well, the Well, they have that me. weird, like, little exchange before the press conference where he's like, hey, I've been thinking about that night. And then she's like, oh, you mean when you left me? <laughs> and it's like, oh, ho, ho. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But at the same time, you get a sense that there's like, oh, there's a little bit of something there. Yeah. Without really... I think that does an okay job. I didn't feel at the end of this as though that part was... Black. As lacking um maybe there's a part of it where i'm wondering why does what what does pepper pot see in this guy or i guess what did she see yeah he's so charming he's so he's got that you know that like that almost marvel cinematic universe kind of snark to him michael oh that's that's true yeah have you seen endgame (laughs) do you remember when the character says the sarcastic thing in the face of danger oh yeah yep Mm mm-hmm He's got some of that going on. I'd have his kids. I'm trying to think of other gripes I have. Because I feel like I maybe don't like this movie as much as you do. I feel like we both like this movie, and I don't think it's like a huge gulf. No, I don't. You see, I don't. It's one of those things where I I am not a Marvel fanboy in any way. Yeah. This just to me is like a good movie. And it's not It's not a thing where it's like, if I made a top ten list, you're my favorite movies. Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man, Blade <laughs> Runner, Iron Man. That's a hell of a list you've been practicing. It's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, if I want to watch a good popcorn movie, I think this fits that well. If I, I was, was going to sit my mom down and have her watch a Marvel movie, this is the movie. Yeah. And she would fall asleep. But she falls asleep during every movie. So... If I would sit my dad down to watch a Marvel movie, you've seen them all, so. Nice. It would be G-Force. It would be G-Force. Yeah, I don't know. There's just some, I feel like something's missing from this movie, and I guess I can't really put it. Like, I don't think the villain is great. and He's fine. He's fine, you know? Uh, there's a moment, there's a couple moments that okay. bothered me in regards to that kind of stuff. Okay. The first is when you get introduced to the Ten Rings leader. Yes. And he's all he's like, Kingus Khan had the bow and arrow, and that's how he built an empire bigger than the Romans. Yes. That's dumb. That was that's yes. he's like token world conquest villain yes. bullshit. That's nonsense. I speak English so I can give this monologue. Yeah, exactly. And I'm evil. Yeah. How do you know I'm evil? Well I am the I'm going to tell you. I'm like Osama bin Laden, but also Genghis Khan. And I'm younger and sexier. Mm, yes. Like he doesn't That's do dumb. anything. No, he, he attacks a village, commits a couple war crimes, and then gets blown up. No, he doesn't get blown up. 
his men get blown up and he, <laughs> he gets just paralyzed. gets kind of he gets paralyzed and then thrown away by Jeff Bridges. Which that whole scene was just like also kind of frustrating for me cuz that Oh, Jeff Bridges has a limo. He's in Afghanistan, guys, with this private military force. PMC. I hate when he just steps back out of the tent and it's like, everybody's good. Everybody's defeated. Like, you didn't hear anything, but he just walks mm-hmm. out and they're all on their knees with the guns on their back. And it's like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. Jeff Bridges is evil. We got it. Yeah. It was such a, to me, it was like such a bad reveal. Um, and then him being evil, what is it? I like money. <laughs> kind of, it's just it's is that it it's like well, money and power it's like that's yeah. I, look i get it yeah. I, mm. it's like they need I a get bad it. guy right yeah yeah exactly i mean it's i understand you know i do think this this sympathetic villain thing is good sometimes but they play it too much in yeah. movies these days at the same time i here it's just like he's we've just got the corporatist villain Maybe we, we have someone here to fight. Maybe that's what I don't like is there's no villain in this movie until the last 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you have a villain, but I mean, it's clear he's not a threat. Yeah. He's not, he's not working against Tony really in any way. No. And you don't need like Tony's fighting himself. You don't need Jeff Bridges in a giant mech suit, you know, to like, yeah, not in a mech suit. It. I do think you need a bit of a foil. Yeah, uh, and I do. I like all of the stuff with Jeff Bridges up until we find out he's conspiring with terrorists to sell weapons. With a stupid like magic. I earbuds. yeah. Ugh. I like him as the corporate guy, where he's like, "Who do you think tried to get you out of the board or whatever?" Right. I, I like that. I like him as like just this Steven. conniving yeah. business guy. That yeah. it's like this is plenty of villain enough for me. Right. Now, now I'm going to shoot at, your girlfriend, Tony, with my big yeah, gun. Yeah, now then we get to that point where it's like, okay, now he's just, this Crazy. is a cool soap, Tony. I've made upgrades of my own. <laughs> big missile, Gatling guns, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. You'll find I'm not as modest as yours. Tony Stark built this in a cave. <laughs> yeah, they just drop that whole thing, or it's not relevant. Like, the whole thing where they're like re-, re uh, they're rebuilding his suit, and then Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. uses it, and like, oh, and then he builds a giant suit. Like, what's going on there? They they have that scene from Spaceballs, basically, where they're on the desert with a giant comb. It's Wait, cool. what? <laughs> There's just a scene where they're all on the desert. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Oh. The uh, <laughs> I didn't think about it in terms of Spaceballs, but yeah. Then, where they are just kind of brushing through the desert to find this iron suit that means nothing. But but they can bring it back to the lab and make a super one. There's a... If you've seen this movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. but the, Or not. But there's a scene that bugged me so much. Because the guy finds the faceplate, basically. Yeah. And he, like, picks it up. But he picks it up at arm's length towards the camera like no one would ever do. He, like, yeah. picks it up and holds it out for the camera face forward doesn't look at it and he's like look at what i found and it's like it's a cool shot but you would never do that guy yeah I hate yeah, it. yeah 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 i got you i got you <laughs> i, I got it. you anyway. uh the space balls comparison is gonna stay with me forever now. oh yeah okay <laughs> uh i can't wait until we get to the mcu the flamethrower 
The kids will love it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That flew right over my head, Michael. Sorry. Okay. Just be tired. Uh, um, you got some notes, like the my merchandising. brother? Yes, I do have notes. Okay, hit me. Um, I wrote that I like the opening. Should we have I notes wrote... music? Just, just, just thrown out. Should I like put a bed of notes music under this? We should try to do a notes music. I think okay. it works. I think we do it enough. Um, okay. I wrote that I like the opening. Okay. I kind of like. Th- I also like that after the opening when we get the introduction to Tony Stark and he's like the. It's like who is Tony Stark and we have this billionaire Playboy guy and the, he's doing billionaire Playboy things. He's a dick. He's on Rolling but Stone. But I enjoy magazine. him being a dick. Yeah, he's on Rolling Stone magazine. Here he is on Forbes. Do you like when movies do fake magazine covers? Because I kind of love it. This time around, I really liked it. Okay. I, I thought it was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. And I, the entire time I'm thinking, really, are we going to be profiling a weapons developer in Rolling Stone? Maybe. I don't know. Rolling Stone's crazy. They, get they are two crazy. Albums, that is five fair. stars. I wrote Jeff Bridges not in country mode, question mark. What's my image of Jeff? Point there? Uh, a couple places. Okay. My main reference point is the True Grit remake. Okay. But after that, there's also that really bad movie with Ryan Reynolds. And I (laughs) want to say... What is that? I want to say he's also in Hell in High Water, but I'm not Mm. sure. But like most of the places I see Jeff Bridges, he's playing some variation of this cowboy character. Yeah. And I like him in those roles, but it's just like this to me. is my, My image of Jeff Bridges is this. He could totally First. rock a cowboy hat in this movie, though. He's got that swagger to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporate. Yeah, it's good. I get you, yeah. Uh, the the conversation after he after Tony Stark has the one-night stand with the reporter from Vanity Fair, and she's mm-hmm. talking with Pepper, and she's like, so you do everything for him? And then Pepper says, yeah, including taking out the trash. Boom. I was like, ah, there's got that him. snark. It works here. Yeah. I wrote about the references to Freedom Line of Missiles, to Americana, to Protecting Freedom, a couple of weird things about the the fact we're still in the Afghan war, and how kind of weird it is to see this 10-year-old film, and it still seemed kind of current. Yeah, it's still relevant, what's going on Yeah, in this movie, in a bad way. I thought it was crazy he built a nuclear reactor in a cave. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just kind of have to go with some of that, like. Yeah, yeah, and that and that keeps coming up because I mean, by the time he's we're at Endgame, he's building time machines. Yeah, out of so like, like paper okay. clips. Yeah, Spider Man, hold on, I'll, I'll build a time machine. Uh, he, I have a quote here where he says, "If my math is right, and it always is." I wrote it down because I liked it, and it's like this is a good Tony Starkism. <laughs> he's confident. He's cocksure. Is that a word? Cocksure, yeah. Okay. Cocksure works. I wrote down the line, we're ironmongers, we make weapons, because I liked it. <laughs> um, yeah. I wrote... <laughs> I like this. I, I wrote in all caps, mad money. Okay. Because it's like, okay, now we're dating ourselves a bit here. Because they, they have that crazy, they have the, like, what was it, MSNBC guy who smashes oh, things. Oh, yeah. Like, sell, sell. A wooga, a wooga. That's good breaks the mug and it's like oh my god that's not on air anymore and i remember that that's perfect though 
Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I like the use of technology here. It's futuristic without being too futuristic. I love... It seems like it's believable, but, like, realistic to some degree still. I just love, 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 love the scene where he's working at his hollow desk. Mm-hmm. And then the like the arm thing for the Iron Man suit is there, and he puts his hand in the hologram. Yeah. Oh my god! I would just watch that for two hours. It's Ooh. yeah. I love I I, I just in general I love the the use of like the holograms and stuff like that in this when he has like the heads up display and it's it's like you're looking at a he's looking at things and he's got the map kind of guiding him out of the yeah garage going there and it's it just I love the use of technology in this movie in that regard. Okay. Um, so you don't mind like the. Iron Man shot where it's just like his face in a black void. Is that what you're talking about? Where it's just like he's got the HUD in front of him. I don't mind that cause just because you have like stuff going on around him, like all the blips. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think you need to have something to kind of show the human behind the the the, the 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 big metal robot anime suit. I was thinking more when you have like a like it's a first person view. Oh, okay. It's like the one I'm thinking of. It's like the first person view. He looks at like the the way out of the garage. And then you get like flight line arrows going that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. AR stuff oh. going on. Yeah, like I get, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Okay. He's got a nice car collection. He does have a nice car collection. He crushes one of them. He does. I think when I was younger, I was kind of sad by that because it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, cars. that's a nice car. He broke it. <laughs> and then you have the like the little like bit of comedy and the fire extinguisher robot <laughs> blows him out. That's all right. That's cute. I ain't angry. Um, they have the really dumb hint at uh, Rhodey becoming War Machine when he looks at the the model Iron Man suit still in the garage, and he's like, next time, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I eh. wrote that down for some reason. Eh. It's like, this is dumb. It's a movie. <laughs> Hollywood. Some of the hacking stuff, like the scene where she's hacking into the computer, and she there's a video... That uh, he just that uh, Obi just kept the video of terrorists on his on his like oh, sure. desktop. Yes, and then Pepper's there trying to hack it, and then she just types in translate. Yeah, that to me is goofy, and I wrote it down because it's absurd to me. Okay, but he built the flying spaceman ship. Yeah, suit. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's absurd, but it's just like to some degree, it's like this is absurd. Those were absurd in a cool way. This is absurd in a dumb way. That's fair. That's very fair. I feel like we covered most of my notes. There's a light title card. Add it to the list. I love. Oh yeah. Ooh. I uh, the last thing. This isn't a note, but the last thing where it leads into uh, Black Sabbath. Yes. It felt good. It does feel good, Michael. Um, he wears a really stupid hat at one point. <laughs> Wait, what? When he goes and talks to Rhodey about, like, I think I'm getting back into the game or whatever. He's got a really stupid hat on. Are you ready to rank this sucker? I don't know how I want to rank it. Well, let me go down the list real quick. And I forgot to bring it up, so I'm going to do this from memory. So please correct me if I get this wrong. But uh, starting from, from the bottom... And now we're here. We have the secret of Nim, mm-hmm. and then the Matrix. Yes. And then Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. And then the Witch. I that be the Witch. Yeah. And then Raw. Yeah. Raw at the top. Raw is the best movie ever made. 
according to the sprocket. So Iron Man is not the best movie ever made, I take it? I think we... I, I would both... not put it at the top, okay. no. Would you put it... probably... At the bottom? Hmm. No. 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 Okay. I don't think it is better than Raw. I don't think it is better than Witch. Okay. Um, it's not a prestige horror movie, so it's kind of... It is like, not a prestige know, horror movie, you know, so it does not fit within here. our... Exactly. It does not hang. <laughs> right, exactly. Thank um, you. But I do think it is better than Secret of Nim. Okay. So now I'm in this hole where yes. I don't know if I want to put it above Crouching Tiger, below Crouching Tiger, and above The Matrix, or below The Matrix. Personally, Michael, hmm. I would put it below The Matrix. That's where I'm coming from. That's okay. just my thoughts. No, that's fair. The Matrix and the Iron Man are both Hollywood blockbuster movies that are fun and creative in their own way. I'm at this point, though, where I think maybe Iron Man is more consistent than The Matrix. But I really like the extra kind of umph thrown into The Matrix. I think The, the Matrix is... <laughs> kind of, yeah. I think The Matrix is weird in a way that I love. Yeah. I like that weirdness, and I don't know if I like that weirdness more than I like... Iron Man being straight-laced and just good. It's hard for me because I've had this movie drilled into my head 20 times now. Iron Man or The Matrix? Iron Man. The Matrix only got ruined by, like, three movies. Oh, that's true. Have you seen the whole MCU, Tucker? No. Okay. I've seen two-thirds, maybe. Okay. That's still enough to drive a... Drive a man crazy? No. I like them enough. I don't know. It's just to me, the Matrix has so many scenes that I think back on. I'm like, that's an awesome scene. And Iron Man is fine and it's good, but I don't. I guess really... there's a lot of just scenes of people talking to each other, you know. And that's fine. Yeah, but I'm just thinking back to the Matrix, and there's a lot of scenes where, actually, I can't think of any that I'm like thinking that I don't like this, but I know they're there. <laughs> like the I know they're there. These movies both have great beginnings. I yes. love the way the Matrix starts. That is such a crazy, creative action mm-hmm. sequence, while still establishing characters. Yep. And then you have Iron Man, which is a very effective action sequence that establishes characters. But the Matrix is on like a whole nother level. Like you wouldn't see that in other movies. That's true. And that's how I feel about the whole movie, basically. So, but well, also Tucker. the Matrix is kind of garbage, as we've established. Not like this. Not like this. I love that. You. That's not a negative, Michael. That's a positive. <laughs> but uh, the Matrix uh, is that a whole mess. Sequence is good. But the Matrix. But the highs are so good, and it's a mess because they're trying to be something. They're trying something. And so they're is going Iron out Man. of their. It is. Yeah. It's but tough. it doesn't feel like a risk the way the Matrix is. Like the yeah. Matrix feels like it's gutsy. Yes. I think there are things there that no other movie, no other filmmaker would really try. And that's something that the Wachowskis, in general... <laughs> oh, this is a backhanded a, compliment coming. It is, it is. It's, I think it doesn't always work, but I like that they're at least trying to be unique. They always try to find a <laughs> new angle to these kinds of things, even if it doesn't really pan out always. Yeah. And I think it took risks that there's no way in hell... There's no way Marvel would do with their first movie, and there's definitely no way in hell that Disney would do now, mostly, usually. I think there are exceptions to that rule, and we'll get to those as we continue. But for the most part, 
I I don't think. I I think that with the Matrix, you have some very bold ideas that kind of flutter around there. So what's uh what what is your heart telling you, Michael? My heart is telling me the Matrix above Iron Man. Okay. And it seems like that is where you are. Yeah, I, it feels it only feels weird to me because I feel like it puts Iron Man in like this. It like compartmentalizes it at the bottom of the list in a weird way. <laughs> Just wait until we get to the next one. Right. That's why I don't feel too bad about it because that's going to fill out. And yeah, it's going to fill out. Iron Man, by Iron the time we're done float. with MCU, it'll be pretty, it'll it'll float. Yeah. Um, it just looks weird now. Yeah, but I mean, it looks weird to have NIMBY the word, be on the bottom of the list, and it looks yeah. weird to have Matrix on the bottom of the list. Yeah. Because at the, at the moment, we're still in, these are all good, we're still in the territory of these all being good movies. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So can we lock that in? Are we feeling I think we can lock that in. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. Nim, Iron Man, Matrix, Crouching Tiger, Witch, Hidden Dragon, Witch, and Raw.